You're listening to the Counterculture Mom Show on the Salem Radio Network. Our kids are under fire every day with the media and pop culture persuading them to give up their faith and Christian values. How do we counter these messages? Tune in as former Hollywood actress and pop culture expert Tina Griffin helps you safely navigate today's pop culture chaos. This week we are celebrating the production of the 100th episode of the Counterculture Mom Show. We have had such a blast and an eye-opening experience having on the wide range of guests with their expertise, whose mission is to create God-fearing counterculture warriors in the home. Our goal is to help you grow closer in the Lord or get to know Jesus if you currently don't. We have covered topics in the last six months ranging from power over pornography, strategizing against critical race theory, drugs prevention and redemption, adoption as an option, to Satanism, witchcraft, and the occult, the global great reset, and yes, even 5G and EMF radiation health hazards. You're listening to the Counterculture Mom Show. I'm your host, Tina Griffin, and this is Spotlight, where I shine a light on this week's most pivotal issues. Now, if there's a show topic or a guest you would like us to feature on an upcoming episode, please email us at show at counterculturemom.com. This program was created to benefit you, and we will keep working hard to deliver top-notch, credible news and interviews to help you navigate godly parenting in an extremely backwards culture. Now for the theme of the week. This one's going to be a serious one. It's on suicide, the stories, and the solutions. These four episodes will be jam-packed with life-saving information. So help us help more people by sharing this content. And we are bringing happiness to your town via the Pop Culture Perch Tour. I want to do a quick plug for what we actually launched this last October. There's currently about 25 speakers in the Speakers Bureau that we launched after we wrote the book Pop Culture Purge. Each speaker wrote a different chapter in this book, and now we turned those chapters into a workshop. We launched this back in October in Athens, Georgia. It got rave reviews, and we're really excited about what's happening in 2022. If you'd like to learn more information or book an event in your area, just email Christy at counterculturemom.com or check out our website, counterculturemom.com for more information. You can choose from a half a day event, a full day event, or even a two day conference with topics ranging from ex-porn star Joshua Broom to relationship expert Bethany Dumbleton. And we even have an ex-Satanist Brian Cole in the mix, a wide range of topics coming from people who've actually lived through their traumatic experiences. It is an eye-opener for both parents and teens. A quick little shout-out to grandparents and parents out there who are trying to figure out how to navigate pop culture safely. A great tool you can get for Christmas for yourself or even a neighbor or another relative is the Counterculture Mom app. Download it, get premium. It's 5 bucks a month. That will get the power back in your hands to know how to navigate this pop culture chaos throughout 2022. We have a great deal right now. If you sign up annually, we give you two months for free. Click on the link in the show notes to download the app, or you can go to the iTunes or Google Play Store and download the Counterculture Mom app. You will find a wealth of knowledge in there and be able to have all the information at your fingertips. Not only do we alert you to the negative content that's currently being pumped out of Hollywood via TV shows, online streaming, apps, movies, and more, but we also give you a ton of positive entertainment options as well. And we also give you a wide variety of freebies in our app by clicking on extras and freebies in our main menu, then click on exclusive perks, and you will notice all of the companies that give great discounts or freebie product 
to our Counterculture Mom followers. There's at least 30 or 40 companies in there. Check it out. Get your discounts this holiday season or free trials, free movie viewings, you name it, by downloading the Counterculture Mom app today. Now, anyone who has struggled with mental health or if you just enjoy someone who has lyrical talent will love this next artist. His words are extremely relatable, and I couldn't think of any better artist to highlight for this episode on mental illness than NF with his song, The Search. Now, here's a prime example of someone just as gifted, if not more gifted, than the rapper Eminem that I've been talking about for two decades. Yet NF is using his talents to address critical topics and give people solutions where Eminem is one of the top singers that have led so many people down the highway to depression and suicide. Here is NF, The Search. Hey, Nate. How's life? I don't know. It's all right. I've been dealing with some things like every human being and really didn't sleep much last night. I'm sorry. That's fine. I just think I need a little me time. I just think I need a little free time. A little break from the shows and the bus rides. Yeah. Last year I had a breakdown. Thoughts telling me I'm lost, getting too loud. Had to see a therapist and I found out. Something funny's going on up in my house. Yeah, started thinking maybe I should move out. You know, pack my car, take a new route. Clean up my yard, get the noose out. Hang up my heart, let it air out. I've been searching. What does that mean, Nate? I've been learning. Grabbing my keepsakes, leaving my burdens. Well, I brought a few with me. I'm not perfect. Looking at the view like... This concerns me, picking up the cues, right? I'm quite nervous, hating when I lose sight Life gets blurry and things might hurt me It's probably gonna be a long journey, but hey, It's worth it though, cold world out there Kids, grab your coat, spend a minute I know Now I'm back to Rome, looking for the antidote To crack the code, pretty good that I admit it I'm in classic mode, the only pity given to me But I can't condone, talking down to me I'ma have to crack your nose for cracking jokes I'm looking for the map to hope, you see that? are making a whole lot of changes Wrote a song about that, you should play it I get scared when I walk on these stages, I look at the crowd and see so many faces yeah that's when i start to get anxious that's when my thoughts can be dangerous that's when i put on my makeup and drown in self-hatred forget what i'm saying and where the beat go oh ain't that something drums came in you ain't see that coming hands on my head can't tell me nothing got a taste of the fame it upon my stomach throw it back up like i don't want it wipe my face clean off my vomit ocd trying to push my buttons i said don't touch it Y'all done it. I can be critical, never typical. Intricate with every syllable, I'm a criminal. Intimate, but never political, pretty visual. Even if you hate it, I make you feel like you're in it, though. You call me what you want, but never call me forgettable. Leave you deep in doubt, I can never swim in the kiddie pool. Wait, I've been thinking the cinematic is beautiful, man. I don't know if I'm making movies or music videos, videos, videos. Yeah, the sales can rise, doesn't mean much, though, when your health declines. See, we've all got something that we trapped inside, that we try to suffocate, you know, hoping it dies. Try to hold it underwater, but it always survives. And it comes up out of nowhere like an evil surprise. Then it hovers over you to tell you, man. Lies. You don't relate to that, must not be as crazy as I am The point I'm making is the mind is a powerful place And what you feed it can affect you in a powerful way It's pretty cool, right? Yeah, but it's not always safe Just hang with me, this will only take a moment, okay? Just think about it for a second If you look at your face Every day when you get up and think you'll never be great You'll never be great Not because you're not, but the hate Will always find a way to cut you up and murder your faith I've been developing, take a look at the benefits Nothing to matter with, I can never be delicate My irrelevant, that depends on you measure it Take a measurement to back it up and give me the evidence Pretty evident, dependable, can never be tentative I'm a gentleman, depending on the I think you're genuine, pretty elegant, but not afraid to tell you to get it. Grip proper etiquette, I keep it to myself when I celebrate. Huh? It's that time again, but it grab your balloons and invite your friends. See, bounce back on, yeah, strap them in. Look at me, everybody, I'm smiling big. On a road right now that I can't predict. Tell me, tone that down, but I can't resist. Y'all know that sound, better raise your fist. The search begins, I'm back, so enjoy the trip. Huh? Huh?
excellent, excellent video. Gives a lot of people a lot to think about. Now, the main theme of today's show is let's stop suicide. Enough lives have been lost. One thing I want to point out, there are school staff today afraid to talk about suicide because they don't want kids to end their life as a result of talking about it. But if we now have five-year-olds killing themselves, we must talk about it. In fact, I believe it's not talking about suicide that causes suicide to happen. It's the lack of knowing where to go when you are suicidal that causes suicide. Suicide is a second leading cause of death among 10 to 14-year-olds in this nation and has doubled since 2015. You'll hear from three men who are addressing suicide from very different perspectives on this week's series. All of their advice literally changed my life and how I parent. Here are some of Tina's top takeaways from the week. We need to ask our kids how they really feel about things. Have a deeper conversation. Make the time to do that. We need to ask our kids if they love themselves and then discuss in detail after you hear their response. We must carve out time in our busy schedules, especially now with the holidays, to make sure our children's mental health is healthy. This is also the time of the year where most suicides take place. People feel lonely, isolated, without hope. Take a meal to a single parent family. Invite an older person who is alone over for dinner. Bake some cookies, wrap some gifts, do something with your children, and then deliver to someone God places on your heart. You never know what that thoughtful action will spark in a conversation as a result. One hero of mine who survived a suicide attempt several years before we met is my husband, Luke Griffin. Here's a short little excerpt from a video I shot of Luke sharing his story six years ago. Let's take a little look back in time. My heart's pounding out of my chest, and I know my husband's is too, because tonight's topic is rather serious. But I think that the more transparent we are and the more we can help other people, the better off we become as a person. And at the same time, hopefully lives are spared in the process. A lot of times people can't tell the signs, symptoms. Is someone suicidal? Are they just joking when they say they want to take their own life? So tonight I really am excited to have Luke share the inside scoop coming from someone who tried to take his own life years ago. Do you mind telling everybody tonight what got you to the point from growing up as a missionary kid in Africa with your parents, just explain that coming back to the States by yourself. What got you to the point where you thought suicide was the only way out? You know, really it is, um, it's a point in your life when you get to where there is, it feels like there's no hope. And for me, what led up to that was, just a whole bunch of questions and a whole bunch of internal struggles that I was dealing with. And those really stem from uh, a few key things. One of those being a lack of an understanding of who I was in Christ. I knew I was a believer. And yet I was really struggling with this. It had this inner battle of who am I? Where do I fit into uh, to this world? Where What do I fit into life? And what is my... Uh, my self-worth based on. And for me, I had this misunderstanding that my self-worth was based on how I performed, what I did, and the way I looked, the way I acted, what I had, all the things that American culture and American society tells us that your life has to be based on and that your identity is based on. And, And so I pursued all of those things to only find that there was emptiness in the end of that. And, you know, that really led me to a place of 
helplessness, hopelessness, and just a, a feeling of, of not belonging. And it really, in that journey to, you know, I look for the answer in the bottle, drinking a lot, drugs, everything else you can imagine, looking for the answer. And I remember one day getting to the point where I was hopeless and felt like there was no other way out. Life was falling apart around me. Life was crumbling. Um, it didn't seem like anything was going the right way and nothing seemed to be the right answer. Of course, in the direction I was looking, which was all the worldly answers. And I remember just crying out to God, even at that point, going, God, I don't get it. I don't understand what's going on. And I remember clear as day, these thoughts in my head going, you know what, if you just took your life, you know, it, it ended. All this struggle would be to over. Life would be done. You wouldn't have to worry about it anymore. And you'd be free from all of these struggles. Mm -hmm. And I started listening to those voices. I started listening to the uh, that battle that was raging in my mind. And next thing you know, I'm like, oh, I, I gave into that. Most people actually have, in fact, Tina asked me tonight, she goes, what are the signs that other people uh, can look out for and that would see in somebody that's suicidal? And for me, there really wasn't a whole lot of signs. I was living in sin. I was not walking with the Lord. But that wasn't, you know, that really wasn't a sign that I was, uh, I was going to try and take my own life. Uh, I did withdraw a lot from people. Other things you can look for is if people are visiting you who haven't talked to in forever to say a weird sounding goodbye. Like they already know they're going to be leaving the earth and they have this plan. You know, I'd, I'd say something on that. Yeah. You know, once I decided that the easy way out to commit suicide and I got to that place in my head, it did not take long for me to go to that to actually to facilitating carrying it out. And I've got to say that, mm -hmm. that after I made that decision in my head, I had this sense of peace because it was almost like this release that, you know what, it's all going to be over soon. All of these struggles, all of the challenges, all of the, the pain and the agony and for me, it was the living in sin and the immense amount of guilt that I was feeling, knowing that what I was doing mm -hmm. was wrong, but I had this legalistic mindset of what uh, the, uh, Christian life looked like. It was not about a relationship for me. It was about a list of do's and don'ts and things that I couldn't couldn't do, and it drives us to a place of hopelessness, mm -hmm. and the enemy can use that legalism and our lives and just i mean to to get us to a place of hopelessness and drive us over the edge but god can use that uh, hopelessness you know that feeling of hopelessness to bring us to a need for him and it wasn't until years later that i actually got to that point uh where god god showed me my hopelessness and that he was the answer for that by a relationship a deeper relationship that was just walking with him I was going to say that, you know, for me, that's that day, you know, when that went down, I had written a note, left a note um, for, you know, whoever was going to see it. And, and you were living with your brother and a, and a couple other people. Didn't tell any of them beforehand, wrote a note. And then I went and got several hundred pills, took those, drank an enormous amount of alcohol, parked somewhere where nobody would find me. I remember passing out and before I passed out you know I was praying crying out to God going I don't get life I don't get what all this is about I thought that I knew what you know what I was supposed to be doing 
Here I was in the middle of sin and still looking for answers and trying to find answers and knowing that this was not the real, the answer. But I didn't know what else to do at that point. And um, I remember waking up from being passed out and driving back to my house, wondering why on earth I was not dead. I was going back to my house to get my gun to finish the job. And I remember passing out my truck, driving into my driveway, truck stalled out in the yard. And my brother, the Lord had told my brother to stay at the house that night and, uh, and wait and that I was going to be coming back there. And as soon as he saw me, he called 911. Next thing you know, I'm in the hospital in intensive care for five days. And by God's grace, um, my liver didn't shut down. You know, I didn't die. And obviously God had a purpose and I, I thank God for that. And in some ways it feels like it was just yesterday. In other ways it feels like it was a lifetime ago. And yet, you know, if somebody out there is struggling with the same issue or feeling that sense of hopelessness and God is there to walk with us through that. And I look at life now and what God, how God is able to restore a absolute mess of a life and do something with it not because of me but because of what god is able to do in somebody if someone is depressed um does seem hopeless and all of a sudden seems happy and joyous uh, flick of a switch that's yeah. exactly one of the top signs as well that i was going to go over which you personally said that you did yeah. you felt relieved there's an answer yeah. even though it was a lie yeah wrong answer wrong uh, answer yeah. um so if the person's always talking about or thinking about death, obviously suicidal, take that person seriously. If they can't eat or sleep or deep sadness, depression, mm -hmm. uh, major anxiety, another major signs here. If they have a death wish by being extremely chaotic on the road, for example, running red lights, going fast around corners. You said that happened to you several times. Oh, You've yeah. trashed a couple cars in your life. Yes. We can, sorry. Back in the day, <laughs> yes. But I think that was more due to the alcohol. Yeah, that probably didn't help. And the other stuff. Yeah, yeah. Death death wish um, in several different ways. Crazy. I, I'm surprised we haven't met in the road sooner than when we did, mm, Luke. Crazy. Thank goodness. Oh, really? Aw. Mm. That was a bad or good. Oh, probably a good thing because yeah. then I would have ran. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Okay. Can I have a closing thought? Yes. All please right. do. Sorry. Um, <laughs> I would just like to say that if I can remember thinking that in the middle of my circumstances that nobody would under nobody understood and that nobody uh could feel what i was feeling or was dealing with what i was dealing with and that the pain and the frustration and um of the circumstances at that time were more than i was able to handle and the only way out was to try and take my life i look back and i go you know what Knowing what I know now about God's grace and how he's able to carry us through stuff, those circumstances, you know, if we can lift our eyes above the current circumstances and what we're in and fix our eyes on Christ and what he has done for us and what he wants to do in our lives. God is a God of restoration. He is a God, a redeeming God, and he wants to restore us. He wants to do something incredible through our lives. It doesn't matter where we've been, what we've done. I'm a living testimony of that. We're just touching a fraction of where I've been, and it's been to the bottom. And so if God can restore my life and redeem it, then there is hope for anybody. Get the help you need if you need to reach out. If that's you tonight watching. Thanks a lot. Share tonight. this video. I'm so thankful he's fulfilling the plan and purpose that God has for his life.
If you know of anyone struggling with suicide or you yourself have contemplated ending your life, these are the top resources to grab a hold of. The National Suicide Prevention Hotline. It grew over 500% the last five years. Mostly teens call or use the chat feature on the website. You can call 1-800-273-TALK. Once again, that's 1-800-273-TALK. Or you can text the word hello to the number 741-741. Or you can check out their website, suicidepreventionlifeline.org. Excellent content right at your fingertips, National Suicide Prevention Hotline. I've been referring people to this website for almost 20 years. The National Suicide Prevention Lifeline is a national network of local crisis centers that provides free and confidential emotional support to people in suicidal crisis or emotional distress 24 hours a day, seven days a week in the United States. They are committed to improving crisis services and advancing suicide prevention by empowering individuals, advancing professional best practices, and building awareness. You definitely want to check out their website once again at suicidepreventionlifeline.org. Over a thousand teens a week contact this website either through phone or chat. And there are 167 suicide centers around our country. So there's one right around the corner from where you live right now. And here are the three phenomenal guests we have on this week, all talking about defeating the suicidal mindset. We kick this off with Jason Reed. This dad will talk about his son's suicide story and the red flags he missed leading up to the day that Ryan took his life. Next, we have Kevin Hines. His story blows me away. He jumped off the Golden Gate Bridge 15 years ago, attempting to end his life. And moments after he released his hands from that guardrail, he desperately wanted to live. My chat with Kevin will have you at the edge of your seat for the entire 25 minutes. What he's doing today to help save lives around the globe will blow your mind. Last but not least, we wrap it up with Rick Lawrence, who gives a biblical and scientific solution for mental health. This has been one of the hardest, most emotional weeks that I've had thus far producing the Counterculture Mom Show, but I will tell you that it was the most life-changing for me as well. I cannot wait for you to tune in and get the life-saving knowledge that these three people will deliver. Please check out the helpful links surrounding the show episode. Share this program with every single person. Check out our store for awesome Christmas deals right now, counterculturemom.com. Download the Hollywood Exposed series for a loved one. They will love those four hours of content where I dive in deep and expose what's really going on in Hollywood. It'll drastically change a person's view about how Hollywood works if they tune into that four-hour clip. You can download all of those resources at counterculturemom.com. Last but certainly not least, we could not do it without the people that partner with us to make this baby happen. It's been such a joy partnering together to get this information out to the masses since June 20th, Father's Day, and we plan on going until Christ calls us home. If you'd like to receive our donor letter and consider becoming a partner with Counterculture Ministries, just text the word DONATE to the number 55444, or you can go to our website, counterculturemom.com, and click on the Partner tab. When more funding comes in, we pull the trigger on another project. We'd love to have you as a donor, and every dollar is doubled right now. We're so excited. And for the Counterculture Mom Challenge of the Week, let's shine a light on suicide and defeat the suicidal mindset once and for all. 
I promise you, if you tune into the next three men discussing their journey through establishing proper brain health, you will feel better. And anyone you share this information with will see a positive difference as a result. I'm Tina Griffin. You've been tuning into Spotlight right here on the Counterculture Mom Show, wrapping up 100 episodes this week. Oh, yeah. Let's save lives together this Christmas season and put an end to the culture of death and ring in the new year with the culture of life. We're just getting started. More to come with Tina Griffin on the Counterculture Mom Show right here on K-Praise. Let's face it. Our kids don't have great options when it comes to getting their first phone. Introducing Gab Wireless. Gab has talk, text, calculator, alarm, calendar, radio, and... That's it. What more do they need? And the best part, Gab users spend 80% less time on their phones than the average teen. That means they'll spend more time playing outside, developing talents, and learning how to talk to actual humans. So if you want your kids to live life outside the screen, go to GabWireless.com and get them a Gab phone today. Save 30% off on all Gab devices when you use the promo code TINA at checkout. That's T-I-N-A. Parents, does your high school student have a plan for their future? Will they attend college, trade school, or enter the workforce? The whole planning process can be confusing. Envision Life Academy is a comprehensive career and college planning service dedicated to help you navigate career and college selection, financial aid, and the admission process. Visit EnvisionLifeAcademy.com to learn how they can help. Enter promo code TINA to receive 20% off your first month's service. EnvisionLifeAcademy.com.